an entitled Karen freaks out on me, claiming that I'm going straight to hell for listening to music that she classifies as devil music. And I honestly couldn't be more disgusted by her weird, toxic behavior. Here's what happened. I like to listen to many types of music regardless of the season. In fact, there are times when I will listen to my music in alphabetical order. And the only other people that freak out about my type of music is my parents. And it's never really any random stranger, except for this overly religious entitled Karen. So I had been on campus all morning and was heading home to relax for the day. I'm on the bus heading home and it had just pulled away from the transit center. I noticed a little kid who peeked over my shoulder to look at my MP3 that I had at the time. I didn't mind that much, but I think the kid had looked enough to try and read the name of the songs on my MP3. And then after that, he just sat back down into his seat. I got back to looking out the window, which is something I do naturally, just trying to mind my own business. And around this time, the Carol of the Bell song started playing. And once that started, I felt a tap on my shoulder. I turn and I see this kid's mom, who is the entitled Karen of this story. The entitled Karen goes in on me and says, why are you listening to Christmas music during the summer? I look at her and I say, uh, I'm just listening to my songs in alphabetical order. And that just happens to be the only song that starts with this letter. And before I could go any further, this entitled Karen freaks out. And I'm kind of amazed that she even cares. She says, but it's summer. You shouldn't listen to Christmas music during the summer. You're leaving a bad influence on little kids. I look at her and I say, I'm listening to my music with earphones on. And clearly it's not loud enough to disturb anyone around me. This entitled Karen then just goes off on a rant saying that I shouldn't listen to seasonal songs outside of their specific season. To add fuel to this weird fire this entitled Karen was creating, Carol of the Bells ended and a tribute song for Devil May Cry started and the song Dance with the Devil started playing. This entitled Karen must have looked down at my MP3 player, saw the name of this song and went on a full rant about how I was listening to the devil's music and that because of that, I'm a sinner. And it was at that point that I decided I needed to get off the bus now and just walk the two blocks home on foot. It was just a few stops away from my actual stop and I would much rather do that than listen to this weird Karen rant on about her religion and about how I'm apparently going to go to hell for listening to this type of music all because the word devil is in the title. So I pull the stop cord, signifying to the driver that I just want to get off. The entitled Karen acts all dramatic, covering her kid's eyes so he couldn't see the devil music that's displaying across my MP3 screen. The driver stops and I just get off. He was simply ignoring the ranting Karen, who's still going on and on about my devil music, saying that it's infecting my very being. Then, out of nowhere, she suddenly starts going off on this weird racist rant, describing me in some kind of weird stereotypical way based on my ethnicity. And then, at this point, the driver chimed in and warned her that if she did not stop, he was going to kick her off the bus. And when this was happening, I was praying that this lady was not going to get off at the same time as me. Luckily for everybody, she did stop her weird rant, and I was able to get off the bus and be left alone. As the bus pulled away, I look up and I see this entitled Karen glaring daggers at me as they leave. But I just turn and walked away, still listening to my music, because I don't care what other people think. It's my music, and I can choose to listen to whatever I like. As long as it's not disturbing anybody else, then it's absolutely fine by me. What a weird entitled Karen. They really just jumped all over this person and freaked out not only because they're listening to Christmas music during the summer, but also because the song they were listening to had the word devil in it. I mean, what kind of cherry-picking Christian is this lady? I always find it super toxic when people use their religion just to try and discriminate against somebody else or to put somebody down and make them lesser than them, which I'm pretty sure is the exact opposite of what this lady is supposed to believe. 
And I also think it's a pretty telling sign that she went off on some weird racist rant that had absolutely nothing to do with the situation. What a wonderful example to leave for your kid. So good for this original poster for deciding to step away and say, you know what? This is not worth my time. Because somebody's taste in music does not determine if they're a good or bad person. But in contrast, judging people based on your own worldview and then going off on some racist tangent, in my opinion, classifies you as a pretty terrible person. My ex is forcefully giving back all of my gifts that I've given her over the course of our relationship. And I'm honestly at a loss and I don't know what to do. So the title says it all. Me and my ex of a two-year relationship broke up and this happened in the beginning of August. She wants to get back together, but I absolutely don't want to because this relationship is toxic to me. Well, she is definitely toxic. So I broke up with her and I'm carefully and slowly fading out of her life to avoid all the drama. I could go no contact, but it would be a bad idea because it would make her even more obsessed with me. I was quite clear about my position. I told her I wouldn't change my mind, but she still insists I'm not leading her on. What happened is she wanted to give back a soda stream bottle and we were supposed to meet up Sunday morning, but I forgot since we talked about it more than two weeks ago. She dropped off the soda stream bottle as well as all the gifts I gave her at my door, but I know that it was just a pretext to try and talk to me in person, but I intentionally avoided it because she just keeps going and eats up my time and it's always leaving me exhausted, stressed, and sad. I didn't want to spend three hours of my Sunday listening to her when there is nothing more to talk about. I still made time for a call that was about an hour and a half too long where she told me she dropped off the bottle at my front door. I was just planning for a 30-minute call max, but she kept me on the phone and I went along with it for a little bit, hoping it would satisfy her so she would leave me alone for a while after that. And at this point, I'm upset because what's the point of giving back a gift? If you don't want it, just throw it in the trash or maybe give it to someone else. I don't care. It's yours. You can do what you want with it. She kept insisting on coming back together during the call. But honestly, if there was even a slight chance of it happening, giving back the gifts like that just ruined that chance completely. I am so mad at her for doing it. And I'm wondering what's going on in her head to make her do that. I feel like she just pushed on me the problem of getting rid of it. Now I have to figure out how I'm going to dispose of it. How can I deal with these gifts and the anger I'm feeling now? I gave them in good faith, in special moments. And I thought really hard about these gifts and what I wanted to give her. But now this feels like a slap in the face, especially just to get them all dropped back off at my house again. What should I do? Your ex sounds like she's seriously trying to manipulate you. She's obviously trying to step back into your life just to mess with you a little bit more. She's clearly toxic and she has some weird vendetta against you. So honestly, I would just ignore this. And I really don't agree with you in this case. I think going no contact would really be the best thing for you. She's clearly just trying to talk and waste your time and drag you back into a relationship. But I think for your own sanity, it is definitely time to cut her off, kick her to the curb and move on with your life. Because it starts with gifts that she's given you and then eventually it moves on to more stalking behavior. And it seems like this is just the tip of the iceberg in some ways. And it honestly feels like if you can stop this before it gets too bad, you can avoid a lot of frustration and a lot of heartache down the line. So if I was in your shoes, I would go no contact. I would block her on everything and just move on with your life. Because letting her back into your life, even if just for a moment, is only going to cause frustration and agony in your life. And I honestly don't think you deserve to deal with that. My entitled parents forced me to go trick-or-treating with my entitled younger brother. And I honestly could not be more upset. I recently had a wonderful day. My work just threw a pizza party earlier today and I got to take one home. The pizza was good and I bought donuts to share from a local shopping center. Even though the workday did speed up at around noon, 
alone. I managed to keep calm and patient. Today was almost perfect and I wanted to go trick-or-treating as it was the night of Halloween. After my family and I ate some pasta that I made, I got myself ready. I wore a witch costume and had a black cape. It was a very comfortable outfit, even though the cape did warm my body almost to a point where I nearly ripped it off. My brother told me that he'd be ready to go and I waited outside. It was quite warm and there were mosquitoes buzzing around. It took a grand total of 40 minutes to get ready. During that time, I did ask him if he was okay, to which he replied yes. I then found out he was stalling for time and making me wait just to annoy me. I told him we needed to leave and my parents just sided with him. I spoke even more firmly after a while and told him we needed to leave right now or else all the houses and neighborhoods would be out of suites. After this, I told him I'm leaving right now and to come with me because I won't put up with this stalling or any other annoying antics any further. Besides, it was hot and I was getting eaten alive by bugs. He finally came out and I calmed myself down as I just wanted to enjoy a peaceful night with my brother. I didn't want to do this alone. We were a step off the driveway when he began to wrestle the bag I was holding out of my hand. I asked him why he wanted it and he just ignored me, continuing to wrestle it out of my hand. I just walked away after that, not wanting to deal with this during Halloween and I was tired. As I walked away, I heard my parents screaming at me. I went to a few of the houses, which thankfully had some chocolates left and was heading up another part of the street when my dad called me. He yelled at me to come back and so I ended up doing just that. I didn't want to hear more yelling and I just ignored it. Otherwise, there would be more drama. As it turns out, my brother told them that he left his phone in the bag. I looked inside the bag and I noticed that it wasn't there. I then saw him holding it and sticking the finger up at me. I was livid. He lied to my parents again and I was yelled at for no reason. They yelled at me and forced me outside with him, telling us to have fun even though I knew it would only end badly. My mother had instructed me to keep him safe and to look after him. It was fine for the first part until it started to get a little bit darker. I told him that we should head home now, yet he still ignored me. Unfortunately, in my area, nighttime is the best time for the idiotic teenagers to come out. I was sent to the hospital once due to their actions. I felt unsafe and fear for my little brother's safety too. It was getting even darker now and all the houses had run out of suites. I told him we needed to head home, but he continued to ignore me and ran off into the darkness. I found him again soon and he yelled at me for caring about him and wanting to keep him safe from all the idiots present during the night. I tried explaining that I was only looking out for him and following our mother's orders to keep him safe and that he should prioritize his own safety rather than run after sweets late at night. But that didn't help either. He started getting aggravated saying, you want to go? Just in some kind of weird attempt to intimidate me and scare me. I couldn't hold it in anymore and I told him we needed to go home right now as it was getting too late as well as too dark to be outside anymore. Eventually, he said fine in a very sarcastic tone and berated me for acting like a dominant person and treating him so poorly along with any other excuse you could think of. I kept as calm as I possibly could, holding back my tears. All I wanted to do was enjoy a night out with my brother and it turned into something I wanted to avoid. He then ran from me in the direction of our house, yelling obscenities and grabbing the attention of cars passing by. I was afraid of him running off into the darkness in hopes of finding more sweets again, so I chased after him. But that didn't help either, as I had a few cars beeping at me and their drivers screaming at me to stop chasing that child, despite the fact that I was explaining that that's just my dumb brother running off into the dark. I came to a halfway point and my brother had disappeared. I called out for him 
him and he came out from behind the sandstone structure and attempted to push me into the road. I pushed him back in self-defense and watched him run away again. I arrived home and as soon as I stepped through the door, I yelled at him. Apparently, according to my brother, I had chased him home and threatened him and I apparently hit him trying to get his bag of chocolates. I tried to explain what happened, but I was cut off, even though I kept trying to speak up. All I can say is that this was the worst Halloween I've ever had and if I ever do it again, I want to do it with someone who will actually treat me like a normal human being instead of just a mental punching bag like my little brother and my stupid entitled parents. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How awful is that? This original poster was looking forward to going trick-or-treating all day and their stupid little brother, as well as their stupid entitled parents, completely ruined it. And to make matters worse, it sounds like the parents just simply would not listen to this original poster. They completely ignored everything they were saying and took the side of this spoiled little brat of a brother. That's really unfortunate. So I'm really sorry to the original poster that this happened. But you know what? Maybe next year you can make other plans and you can go spend your Halloween with some friends who will treat you right. That way you can have some fun and avoid your annoying, spoiled little brother. My roommate and best friend is starting to get unbearable, and I don't know if I can maintain this friendship or any relationship with her after this, and I honestly don't know what to do. I live with two other roommates, and we are all college-age students who were friends for about three years prior to living together. But my one roommate is driving me and my other roommate absolutely crazy. For one, she says that she's very OCD, especially when it comes to cleanliness. The apartment is kept spotless thanks to her, which I genuinely appreciate, but we never asked or expected her to be the housekeeper. She chooses to do this on her own. She doesn't allow anything on the tables, except what's supposed to be there, like the napkin holder and candles, stuff like that. And anytime anything is left on the table, she will put it in front of our doors. I understand that she doesn't like clutter, but we can't even keep things like water bottles or a book in our shared space, namely the kitchen or the living room. Our apartment looks like a bed, bath, 
and beyond display, which is beautiful, but not sustainable for college students in my opinion. What initiated this post in the first place is that she sent an incredibly passive-aggressive paragraph into our general chat, basically saying she's tired of cleaning up after us and she is at her wit's end. I understand her points, and I said I would try to be more cognizant of cleaning, but she has a standard of cleanliness that is just way above me and my other roommate. Me and the other roommate are a bit messy, and our own rooms look like stereotypical college student rooms, but we do clean up after ourselves in the common space. Occasionally, a couple of dishes will be left in the sink for maybe half a day, as we all have different schedules for classes as well as work, and we're often in a rush, so we don't have time fully to clean up before we get going. I sometimes leave dishes for maybe a couple of hours, but we have never asked this one roommate to clean up for us. But regardless, she often just does the dishes if she sees them, and has always acted like she doesn't care about doing so, and it wasn't really a big deal, which apparently it clearly is. Another thing is that sometimes we host get-togethers on the weekend, which is something that is not unusual for college students to do. So yes, the apartment can get a bit messy. We typically wait until the morning after to clean up, but she wakes up earlier than us and just cleans it herself, which again, we never asked her to do this. This also seems to only be a problem when it's just me or the other roommate hanging out and just having a good time. And this never is a problem when she is included. And whenever she hosts people by herself, we have never said anything about her mess in the mornings because we understand that no one is going to clean up at two in the morning while wasted. The other issue is a big one, and this is a noise issue. She has very bad sleeping problems and cannot fall asleep with any noise. And I mean, I have even gotten text messages from her asking me to move around a little bit quieter and to close the cabinets quieter. The worst thing is, is that she sleeps very early while me and my other roommate are night owls. We even got a message from her at 10 o'clock at night asking us to be quiet when we were having a conversation at a completely normal and reasonable volume. Even when I am actively trying to move around as quietly as possible, it will still disturb her. We basically had to live on her schedule. If she decides to sleep later one day, we can live our lives like normal. But if she decides she wants to sleep at, I don't know, 9 o'clock at night, we basically can't do anything and have to stay silent in our rooms. I sympathize with her problem, but it is so, so difficult to accommodate, especially since no solutions seem to help. She says sound machines don't work, earplugs don't work, and even worse, when she wakes up in the morning, which can be super early, by the way, she will occasionally decide to use her blender right there in the morning without even considering our sleep schedules. Luckily, I'm usually able to sleep through it, but why are we expected to tiptoe around her while she can do whatever she wants? This is probably the issue that is causing the most frustration and is honestly the hardest to address. She genuinely feels bad about it and always apologizes, but there is really no solution I can think of. Overall, we basically operate on whatever she wants. There is essentially no compromising. My other roommate had lived with her for the year prior as well, and she told me that she had to try to figure something out regarding the noise problem. But this roommate is essentially saying, you're asking me to compromise my sleep, and just completely shuts down any suggestions. And she is basically able to do whatever she wants. If she wants to leave dishes in the sink because she's busy or something like that, she is free to do it and will never deal with any complaints from us. But if either of us does that, she will then claim that she's being forced to clean up after us. She acts like she owns the place when we all pay equal rent. I would really like an objective opinion on this situation, as well as suggestions on how to move forward. If me and my good roommate are actually being the jerks here, then we will happily adjust. But my personal feelings are that we are just trying to be good roommates and maintain an acceptable college student home. I also want to mention that I lived with three other girls the year prior, and we never 
never had any of these kinds of problems. If someone left the dishes for a day or two, we would just work around them and understand that said roommate is probably very busy. If there was a party the night before, no one would complain about a mess because we knew whoever hosted would clean it up as soon as they woke up. Maybe this is an unfair standard to expect, but this is what I was used to and things worked fine and they were my best friends, just like my other roommate and this one that's causing me problems. What should I do? Because I'm honestly at a loss and I'm not sure where to go from here. I think your roommate needs to understand that you need to have some kind of compromise. Otherwise, this is just not going to work. She says that you're making too much noise at night. Well, you can then counter that and say, no, you're making noise in the morning. We're both at fault. Sure, you can try and quiet down as it is, but you know what? This is college. People are going to have normal conversations in the middle of the night. Like, that's not totally out of the ordinary. So I think you need to explain to her quite bluntly, it sounds like, that if she's having trouble sleeping, then she needs to accommodate herself to either earplugs or revisiting some of these things that she claims is never going to work. Also, when it comes to cleaning, I think obviously just step up where it is, but also tell this roommate that she's doing too much and that she really should not be touching your property. And yeah, I totally agree with you. You can absolutely put stuff up in your common areas because that really should not be a problem with anybody involved in that apartment. The fact that she's moving your stuff around and placing it in front of your door in a passive aggressive way is really toxic. I think if anything, just tough it out till the end of the year and find a new place to live next year because this lady sounds absolutely obnoxious to deal with and I can completely understand where you're coming from where you're kind of at your wits end and you don't know exactly how to deal with this thanks for watching when you subscribe make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications to finish listening to all the stories use the playlist at the top of the description and the next time you live stream use the cream of the crop music search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream